Hey everybody, it's Kristen here with Success After Excess. I want to thank you for tuning in to episode six. Today we are going to be talking about adversity and how to use that as an ally as opposed to an enemy. So the one thing about adversity is we're all humans and have likely faced several different forms of it on many different levels in almost every area of our life. Now, a lot of times adversity creates a lot of stress. It creates a lot of just gross feelings that can leave us feeling overwhelmed, lost, discouraged, and so on and so forth. What a lot of people maybe don't realize is that there is a flip side to that adversity. So despite there being a lot of negative connotations attached to it, there is an opportunity within it. So to get to that, today I'm going to use an example from my childhood growing up. So growing up, I was brought into this world by my mother, who was only 17 at the time. She had suffered a great deal of adversity in her life growing up, more adversity than I can imagine and than, than most people should ever have to experience. And with that, and with the young age of 17, I'm sure it's fairly easy to imagine that her coping skills, her life skills, and her life experience to some degree were, were very, very limited. And not only very limited, but very dysfunctional. So one of the things that I remember a lot growing up was the emotional adversity that I faced sometimes. And typically this was when something was going on and my mother was very upset with something. So instead of unfortunately being able to communicate emotions in a healthy way, 99% of the time the reaction was rage, anger, rage, one of the two somewhere in that realm. And a lot of the time I was to blame. I was to blame for the bad day. I was to blame for, you know, something I forgot at the bus stop on my way to elementary school. I was to blame for ruining somebody's good time, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, when she was in these very reactionary states, of course, I would get very upset because I would be feeling very attacked. I would be feeling very cornered. And quite frankly, I'd be feeling very fearful. So naturally, I would lash out in some way, shape or form, be it um, try to get angry with her or start to cry or in some way try to express that what was happening wasn't fair for me. All that resulted in was an increase in her level of emotional intensity and the reaction that I received was one of basically, you know, for a nice way of putting it here for any listeners that are tuning in, was to mind my mouth, to not worry about it. I didn't have a right to feel the way that I was feeling. I wasn't justified in my emotional reaction and just basically zip it and never freaking mind. And on top of that, while you're busy cutting out that behavior, behave properly. Don't ignore me. Don't try to slough me off. I want you to act as if nothing's happened. Because at the end of the day, you know, in her mind, 
unbeknownst to me then. But in her mind at the time, she was feeling guilty for the way she was reacting. And she didn't know how else to react. And she didn't know how to control her emotions or how to properly convey how she was feeling. So in an, in an attempt to protect herself, you know, her immediate reaction was to just lash out and shut things down. And so in turn, that shut me down as a child. Basically, what I ended up taking away from that as a child growing up was that my feelings didn't matter. I didn't have a voice. I wasn't, it wasn't acceptable for me to react emotionally, to behave how I felt acceptable to react in a situation. And so it really caused me to go inside, to become introverted and to really second guess myself and so on and so forth. So as I began to grow up and as I started my journey, I realized that those behaviors weren't serving me in a positive way. And I learned along the way that albeit those behaviors ultimately had a negative outcome, there were some positive sides to those behaviors. One of them being that due to my introverted behavior, I learned how to spend a lot of time on my own. And with that, I learned how to develop and hone skills such as writing poetry. Um, I love to listen to music a lot. I loved to do artwork. And because I became quite comfortable within myself, not necessarily within myself for the world to see, but within myself, within my own parameters, I was really able to develop those skills that became obvious down the road that were not only things that I was good at, but they were things that I was truly passionate about. So they became a healthy way for me to release my emotions and to explore my feelings. And for that, I am super grateful. Because without facing those early emotional adversities, I would have maybe never had that opportunity to learn how to write poetry, learn how to have the way with words that I do when I do put a pen to paper. I would have never learned how to maybe express myself through the arts the way that I did growing up. And don't get me wrong, you know, I'm not a professional writer or an artist in sense, you know, where people are paying money to come and see my things. However, those are all very incredible ways that allowed me to continue to grow as a person and to develop as a person and to also get to know me even better. So on one hand, I'm being told that essentially I don't matter to a degree. However, on the flip side, I am learning to engage with myself and connect with myself on such a deep level that it's incredible, you know, on a level that perhaps not everybody does get to at that age. So for me, I just thought that would be a really great general example of where instead of focusing on how adversity negatively impacted my life and allowing that to drag me down and hold me back, I can instead focus on the strengths that it gave me and use those strengths to help propel me forward, to help me develop myself even more, to help me become more passionate about what I am doing and to help me just achieve more goals. 
you know, if I was focused on all the downfalls, moving forward just wouldn't be possible. You know, perhaps it would be possible, but it would be at, at such a pace that I don't know that I would see the benefit in it. Whereas turning it into an ally and using the flip side of the adversities that I've experienced in my life, I can move forward at an accelerated rate. And I can feel good about things that at one point in my life, you know, really made me not like myself, really made me not like who I was. So, you know, I just, I think it's such a great skill that if we can sit down and practice turning the down up, the incredible, incredible impact that that can have is absolutely worth it. You know, not focusing on, on it too long, but just really, you know, looking at it from a distance and going, okay, you know what? Yeah, back then it was kind of, kind of crappy and, and so on and so forth. But you know what? Here's the benefit I got from it. And I'm going to use that benefit to my advantage. So that's what I challenge all of you to do today. You know, I'd like you to take some time, reflect on some adversities or a single one that you faced and acknowledge how, yeah, you know, there might've been some downfalls on account of it. However, you know, I really want you to work on shifting that focus and looking at how you can use that to your benefit. Because at the end of the day, if you can do that, it's going to make you stronger. You're going to be happier. You're going to be freer. And you're going to be able to work towards becoming the person that you want to be and being free of those past things that might have been holding you back where you are now. And you're going to be absolutely amazed at where you can let it take you if you let it. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you in episode seven. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and we will see you soon. Take care. Bye.